Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Well, hey there. It's good to be with you today, church family. My name is Jonathan Myers. I'm Bethel's communications manager. And today we're going to be getting anchored in God's Word in the book of John, chapter 9. So John, the author of this book, states in chapter 20, verse 31, that his purpose for writing is so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. John believes that the man he wrote about in this book, Jesus, is alive and real, and he wants to have a relationship with you as well. To build evidence for his claim, John has dedicated 11 chapters to unwrapping the various miracles that Jesus performed, all supporting his case that Jesus is the Messiah. Now, we're in chapter 9 today, and unlike most chapters in the Gospels, this one is entirely focused on a single miracle and the people involved. In summary, there was a man who was born blind, and Jesus gave him sight. This predictably causes controversy with the Pharisees, where they even rope in his parents in for questioning. But ultimately, the blind man receives sight in his eyes, and he receives the sight to see who Jesus really is. There are all kinds of layers, facets, and multiple meanings to the story that we can explore. But the most interesting part to me is how the blind man's faith is strengthened and how Jesus reveals more and more of himself to the blind man throughout the story. So if you remember back at the beginning of the story, when his neighbors asked him who healed him, the blind man says, the man called Jesus made mud and anointed my eyes. It sounds like in his mind, Jesus is just a man. Although he knows a miracle was performed, he seemed to know nothing about Jesus except his name and that Jesus was the man who healed him. Now, when we move ahead in the story, and he is questioned by the Pharisees, in his response in verse 17, the blind man says, Jesus is not just a man, but a prophet. Then in verse 27, the blind man says that he is one of Jesus' disciples. By the time you get to verse 33, the man asserts, directly opposing the Pharisees, by the way, that Jesus was from God in a greater way than Moses. And finally, in verse 38, when Jesus finds him and reveals his identity, the formerly blind man now worships Jesus as the Son of God. As you can see, there's a clear progression in this man's mind of who Jesus is and what his relationship with him looks like. In his mind, Jesus has gone from being just a man to a prophet, to being greater than Moses, to being the only Son of God. And in his relationship, this man has gone from being just healed to being a disciple and then to being a worshiper. But what did this man do to better understand who Jesus is since Jesus didn't reveal himself to the blind man until the end of the chapter. Well, we can't know for sure, as it isn't specifically called out in John's account, but I think it's safe to say that it wasn't because he suddenly started following the rules and regulations laid out by the Pharisees. We do know, though, that he shared Jesus many times with people who wanted to know about his experience. It's also very likely that he spent some time reflecting on how he was rescued and how awesome it was to have sight for the first time. If you remember, he was born without sight. Can you imagine what it would be like to be able to see your family for the first time? To finally know what people look like, what color is, and what light and dark are? Now, we don't base our faith on personal experiences. We base it on God's truth that is revealed to us in the Bible. However, our experience of God's work in our life is an important additional support for our faith. To know that, though I was blind and now I see, is a powerful reminder of God's love and faithfulness and can give us insight into who He is. It's also a very powerful testimony, as you can see from how the blind man shared his. So, maybe it was the blind man's faithfulness in sharing Jesus boldly. 
his reflection on how he was healed and what that said about who Jesus is, or some other insight that contributed to his better understanding. What we do know, though, is that John demonstrates a clear contrast between the rule-following arrogance of the Pharisees and the humble belief of the blind man. While the Pharisees were full of knowledge and works, they were lacking in vision. They demonstrate that we can't get a better understanding of Jesus by simply following rules, having more knowledge, giving more, serving more, or trying harder. We can't just bite down and will ourselves to be better Christ followers. This is what the Pharisees did, and spiritually speaking, they were as blind as the man before he met Jesus. Instead, what we need is for Jesus to reveal more of himself to us, and for him to open our eyes to aspects about him that we have been blind to. We need to know who he is, how he loves, and what his kingdom is all about. So, that's how God challenged me when reading through John 9, and I hope that God has been speaking to you too. So let me leave you with this challenge for today. How can you ask Jesus to reveal himself more to you this week? When you spend time in God's word, are you reading to build knowledge, or are you passionately searching for a closer relationship with Jesus? Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for seeking us out and giving us the sight to see just a small glimpse of who you really are. There are so many things we can look back on and give you praise for, and we have so many reasons to worship you, just like the blind man did. Please reveal more of yourself to us and give us new reasons to worship you. Forgive us when we try to make our relationship with you about following rules and working harder rather than humbly seeking a relationship with you. We need you, God. Thank you for loving us. All these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.